Congratulations, you're right on time for the Making Moves show with Mufasa and Poppy Knox. They are totally considerate. You're not here to try to figure me out. You just need to figure out what I need from you. And if I, I'm going to tell you what I need from you. Very humble. And it feels good to be me. Always respectful. Fuck what you said. <laughs> Thank because you, brother. Sometimes that makes me, that warms my heart. Truly sympathetic. Most guys don't get it. They don't get the game. They don't even want to play the game. And instead of just um, doing the little bit of work to know what you and I know, like on this one topic even, they would rather make an excuse for not knowing the work. Absolute humanitarians. You know what I'm saying? Stay masculine and always make that person understand you are not that important in my life. Exactly. And you give off that energy and it was good. Completely unstoppable. The name of the game. That's why we're always making moves. We're always make, getting better than the last day. Always growing. The Making Moves show begins right now. What up, what up? Hey, brother, how you doing? Good, good. Hanging in there. What's going on? I'm enjoying myself. It's a nice day. Just doing, yeah, just getting things organized. I, mean, I like to keep it easy on the weekend. So, you brought up this topic. I'm definitely excited to learn more about it from your perspective. Uh, I know we kind of chatted about it for a bit, so you know my take. But I think it's definitely going to be a fun one. Oh, yeah, definitely. Um... Well, it was brought to my attention. They, um, I guess this it's been a thing. Um, mm-hmm. He has an all women's management team. Oh, we got to let him know who we're talking about. So this is all yeah. new to me. I'm not a sports kid. I haven't really watched sports since the 90s. So you got to give us some context. All right. Uh, where to start? Okay, Jalen Hurts. He was a, he's a NFL quarterback. Right. Okay. And um. Oh, he was past tense. No, he still is. He still he's oh, okay. quarterback for the Philadelphia Philadelphia Eagles. They're actually undefeated, the only undefeated team in the NFL. He's a very good player. Um, I've been watching him since he was at University of Alabama, where they basically sat him on the bench and started um. Another great quarterback that plays for the Dolphins, uh, Tua Tagovailoa, or I don't know how you say his last name, but everybody call him Tua. And um, he went, since he couldn't be the main guy there, which is crazy because he actually, Tua got went down in the championship game and he actually won them a championship. Okay. So he went, I guess he um he had one more year of eligibility or something like that and he actually went to the University of Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. And he balled out over there, like straight balled out. Um he wasn't a first round draft pick if I'm not mistaken. You know what? Let me look it up. I'll tell you. Okay. Now while you're looking that up, I'm going to ask you a question about what you just said. Because it makes sense, but I want to understand. Like in, in the game of football, you win championships by getting points. 
And if you get more points in the opposite team over a given season, like you're going to make it to the Super Bowl, you're going to win that game. It's highly likely. Is it respectable to say that the quarterback made that possible? Or is it other players that could also help a team win a championship? Not necessarily in a teamwork dynamic, but in terms of like whatever their position is, they play it so well that it actually gets them to the championship. The quarterback made that possible because okay, um, it, it makes sense because I mean they're the ones that are leading the plays and getting to the end zone. Yeah, making the audibles, reading the defense, all of that. Um, Man, that's a tough job. Football is the closest thing to war you're gonna get, basically. Absolutely. I mean, when the hearing you talk about it and the, the questions that I'm asking, the insights you're giving me, it's like I always knew being a quarterback was a tough job, but I didn't realize there was so much more to it that really shapes the game. Because everyone always thinks, uh, as an outsider, people that don't watch sports were like, oh, it's the coach. The coach gets you to there. And cert- they certainly play their role. But the players on the field are actually doing the thing. The players on the court, whatever the case may be. And so I can see that 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 quarterback position has to see the whole field by the chessboard. Of course, and um, if your quarterback is trash, you you might not Damn. be that good. This is interesting. Now I'm thinking oh, back to the Brett Favre days, and I'm just like, all right, now I understand what the controversies around his role was. Right. Oh, speaking of Brett Favre. He was in a little trouble. I wonder how that's going. But <laughs> you know. on and off the field, always in trouble. Yeah, right. <laughs> but uh, but this guy was not a first round draft pick. He was actually a second round draft pick. They they weren't right. looking for him to just. He just was basically picked up by the Eagles to be a good backup quarterback. What? And he is. He's the best backup they had to make him primary. Right. That's cool. That's really cool. And then how am I saying his name? I, I, is it Jalen Hurt or something else? Are you saying Hurst? Hurts. Hurts. With an S. Oh, okay. Oh, my God. My shoulder hurts. Okay, gotcha. My arm hurts, right? I hear it. And then it, it actually plays into my take on it so far. But um, get to the – all right, so bring us further down this road. So that's the context. We're talking about the NFL. We're talking about this one particular player. He's really fucking good at his job. The best. Arguably mm, the best, best right now. Best of all, he's the, oh, right he's, now. The high, he's the highest quarterback right now. Okay. How come I haven't heard? I really am not plugged into the world of sports because I've, I've never even heard his name until you brought him up. Oh, man. Don't don't go to Philly and say that shit. Please don't. <laughs> There, there are some cities that stay out of all, all over. <laughs> They'll be all over you. Um, yeah. It's okay because if people, you don't become a household name like that until you go deep into the playoffs and win a Super Bowl or become NFL MVP. Um, he's been good in um. He's just setting a new trend. I don't know if it's a trend or what happened. I don't know how it came about, but with players of that status, they usually have a a, a financial advisor, um, an endorsement advisor, 
you know, things of that nature. Uh, so that's not necessarily standard that every player on the team would want to have. No, no. When you're a popular player, you're going to do, you're going to really, uh, when you're a popular player, you're going to need some people to manage you. That makes sense. It just gives me the, the question of, What's the life like as the most boring player on a particular team? Like, what are they actually doing? How are they setting themselves up for success? And the way I see it in the NFL, there's probably what a hundred, maybe a thousand players. Technically, I forget how many teams there are and how many uh, on each team, but essentially it's a small village, like 500 people, let's say. And probably 80% of them don't have management because they probably don't need it. But I, I think that that's a wasted opportunity for them. I don't know, right. but I'm, I'm from the outside. That's what so, it seems like. Um, so every player on the team is not going to be popular. All right, it's usually the most popular players on the team are the running backs, quarterbacks, of mm-hmm. course, and the wide receivers. Uh, the people who basically score the touchdowns. Um, you got defensive players too that could be in the spotlight, but they have to stand out a lot, a lot. So what are the, who are some famous ones of those? Who are some famous linebackers that we may know, and what were they doing with their fame? Okay, well, one was – he doesn't play anymore, Ray Lewis, right? On the okay, man, the yeah. NFL, all of that. Ray Lewis. Oh, man. Um, Deion Sanders. I know you heard that name before. He used to play cornerback. That was a – Oh really? I didn't know that. Um, who else? Lawrence Taylor. I don't know if you ever heard of that. Yeah, no, Lawrence Taylor. He played defensive line. He played deep. Yeah. outside linebacker, and he was ferocious. Um, yeah, he was on and off the field. He was dangerous. So back in those times, now we had we live in a different day and age where you you have to have a marketing team or a management team. All right. Um, Russell Wilson, you ever heard of that guy, right? Yeah, I'm trying to place it. The name sounds very familiar. He's just playing right now. Yeah, he plays for the Broncos. I, you know, I like to tweet about him sometimes. He always tweeting about God and how much he loves his wife. And his wife is a famous singer who used to date all these rappers. And then they, he, she started dating him and they now they're married. And um, okay, that's like a single mother's dream come true, and she was a single mother at the time, so <laughs> it, it's it caused a lot of chaos on the timeline when they, you know, yeah, show that couple shit. So anyway, I want to just point out Russell Wilson because Russell Wilson has a management team also. You cannot even directly contact Russell Wilson to even say, hey, Russell, how you being? Uh, you know what I'm saying? Like, I yeah, mean... You, I like that. Right? Um, it keeps you out of touch, but it's frowned upon because it keeps you out of touch with the locker room. Oh, so even in the locker room? Wait, so break that down. I want to make sure I'm hearing you the way that you mean it. All right. So when you have a person like a management t- team, sometimes 
they keep you in a bubble. They could keep you out of touch with the other players that you're supposed to be leading, really? right? Because the quarterback is the leader of the locker room, and they always say, they'll always tell the quarterback, even now, I say, hey, man, don't lose your locker room. Basically, basically means don't lose the players you're supposed to be leading, like, yeah, exactly. Don't let them, so, you're the captain of the so ship. Don't let them turn on you. Exactly. But how is it that a management team that takes care of me, yeah, I imagine that they'll be at the games or they'll have representatives um, maybe even shadowing me and being around me. But fundamentally, when I'm in the locker room, it's mostly just the players. How are they intervening? How are other players? How am I oh, not approachable okay. to I mean, other players? Not, I mean, I mean not, the, not just the locker room, but like personal life. So okay, yeah, that makes sense. If I want to okay. hang out with, let's say, Russell Wilson, if his management mm-hmm. is set up to where nobody can just hang out with Russell Wilson, they have to go through me. They have to go through Knox. He's the communications person. Okay. Nobody can just reach out and talk to him. Gotcha. Nobody. I'm, I'm going to set up when it's time for, you know, him to do an interview. I'm going to interview the interviewer and let them know here are the questions you can ask. Is that the third or okay, before you talk to this woman here, make sure you sign a NDA. Like exactly. This guy does need his management team because he'll be easily taken advantage of because there's no way you'll be able to uh manage your off the field presence, your celebrity in focus on football. You get what I'm saying? So, and it's like yeah. you kind of giving people a job. It's like a, it's a good, it's good for business because you're basically a walking corporation at that point. Which that's a deeper question conversation. We all are walking corporations, but uh, that's a di- different topic. <clears throat> but yeah, he's a walking corporation. Um, which is funny because usually players like Jalen Hurts they sign to a sports agency and the sports agency does all the management. You get what I'm saying? I'm taking it all in. So he basically handpicked his all-female management team or whatever whatever you want to call it. And um, it's trailblazing because everybody like, oh, he has all women. You know, anytime you do an all woman anything, you're going to get the looks. Now, here's the first thing, especially with the looks. No, it's a smart thing to advertise that publicly in this new woke world. So kudos for him to knowing that. And maybe it's his management team that did that on purpose. Is he actually the first person to do this or is he just the first person to leverage it publicly? He's actually the first person to do it. Okay. Uh, is that a de- but my thing is I don't I, I'm not convinced that that's the case. Are we absolutely certain with that? Are you answering that with certainty or I never trust me if they had an all female most like I said most of these players are they go to sports firms who they find the agent and the agent works for a sport, sports firm like a okay like a sports lawyer they they do sports and entertainment yeah, yeah. 
and I'm familiar. So and, they uh, have back- all these people already. So maybe yeah. some of these players um, have a couple women on their team, but it's not all all women team. Got it. Now I hear what you're saying. And now that I'm I'm hearing you say this, I'm reminded of the TV show. What do you call it? Ballers on HBO back in the day. Where you had yeah, Jones. that was a great show. Yeah. Like, you see what The Rock Johnson was doing? He was managing and then... It, exactly. Yeah. Hundreds of people just representing one client. Yeah, absolutely. So... It's very important to keep your image up. And when you're, when he is now a brand, Indeed. right? You know, everybody's, you know, he said he had doubts, right? I mean, not him, but everybody around him had doubts of his management team. But he said they were the best of the best. That's what he said. Um, okay. Quote, unquote. So he's actually talked about this publicly. They're not talking about it for him. Yeah, he's he's talking about it publicly, speaking highly of the women. Um, he surrounded himself with the management team. We, of course, we it's female agents and it's been female management before, but all female. Yeah, that's one. That's that's a little different. Now, in that same interview, did he go on to explain how he knows that they are the best of the best, and that he's made a wise decision? Oh no, he de- he never explained how. But um, and no one's gonna question it unless they're a man like me. Yeah. So, but they're very <laughs> smart women. Um, you have the full names of them. Um, his agent. Yeah. The absolutely. one who gets now we don't know he's still playing under his um contract, his uh second round contract. So we're gonna find out real soon because he's been balling. And we're gonna find out real soon. If she gonna get him a better, a big, beautiful contract like uh, uh, two hundred million, two hundred fifty million dollar contracts, we gonna see. Okay. Um, but now, doing, so you're saying when those he's deals, doing his part. He's okay. Doing his part. So what I'm gonna say is, uh, hearing that that statement, what I'm hearing then is, is it the player that does his part to get that bid, or is it actually the agents that that churn it higher? Huh? So is so like let's say um, I'm a free agent. It's just me by myself. I'm worth three hundred million. Is my talent enough to get them to bid two fifty, or do I absolutely need someone representing me to negotiate? Exactly. So I know one guy who mm-hmm. um, Jacoby Brissett. He doesn't have an agent, and he negotiates negotiates his own contracts. Um. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I know Lamar Jackson, his mom was his agent. And okay. Yeah, they could get you a little bit more money. They could get you a little bit more opportunities and things like that. They're working on your uh, agent is basically somebody working on your behalf. Exactly. And it makes it easier because that's their full focus. It makes it easier because yeah. I know as a real estate agent, if you're trying to sell your house, I'm going to report <laughs> every single person who wants that house. Yeah. Right? That's my job. Your job is just to focus on being the best football player you you are, and I'm going to just present all the offers and tell you, hey, I think this is the best deal you could, you could get. I think this is a better fit for you or things of that nature. 
You know what I'm saying? It, it's it's kind of like just an, an advisory board. Okay. Because you can miss a lot of opportunities if you just try to do all this shit yourself. No, absolutely. And then on top of that, you want someone who understands the industry from all sides of the table because it's not just the two sides. And you have to know what happens historically. You have to know the the people that are representing. Are you dealing with lawyers? Are you dealing with the actual manager, the the owner of the team? And it's like, who is that person? How do you talk to them to finesse those deals? There's a lot of intricate details. And I'll never take this away from anybody, male or female, in this game. Um, I respect the craft. And it's nothing that I could do and just walk in. I may know everything I just described. I may know the mechanics of it. But in the NFL industry, it's very specific. And I'm not from that right. world. So maybe I might do well, but I wouldn't be in the top 10% being an outsider. So I totally respect that. And I understand that you can play this game solo as an NFL player. But to really get those dope deals, the ones that become headlines, yeah, you definitely want to have a team and a team of people that are actually on the inside that understand the industry 10 times better than you ever will. Yeah. Um I think it was I think he um like I said this was a smaller or smaller small time agent. The big time agents they usually deal with first round draft picks, things of that nature. Um Okay. Um so I don't know how I the the backstory is she sent him an Instagram message, and um, you know, basically, you know, offering to be his agent. Okay. And she she did say I didn't even expect him to see my message, but he gave me a shot. Wow. And um, and she's been working hard for him ever since, which is beautiful. I I can't knock that. Now I I just can't knock that. No, no, I'm, no, exactly. I, I always, if if I'm, I'm sorry, if, if I had a son or somebody who's go, going to, into professional sports. Yeah. That's why they choose those smaller little personable agents versus mm-hmm. the big corporation, the big, the big fancy company agents. You know what I'm saying? That's yeah. why those guys do that. Because even, even Michael Jordan. Uh, he chose Nike because Adidas was like, I think, showed up to the meeting late, or they were just like, "Hey, we're gonna give you this shoe." And Nike was like, "Hey, whatever you want, I'm gonna do whatever in my power to get it." So if that young lady did come to him and say, "Look, I'm gonna do whatever in my power to get it, exactly. get you, get you what you want," you know what I'm saying? That's that's kind of like uh, <laughs> one of my favorite movies, which I ain't even put on there. We talked about our movies, but uh. Oh, we gotta do another one. Though. Hustle and flow with the pimp. Oh, you know, yeah. is that the one that won the Academy Award with Three Six Mafia? Yes, okay. I'm telling you, with the pimp who was trying to start his rap career, and that girl was like, "I'm gonna do anything to get you on top." Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry if a beautiful woman walked into my life and said, "Hey," because she's. I looked at her page now. Mm-hmm. She fine. She fine. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know what? I'm gonna send it. I'm gonna send you a page. But yeah, she's a little. Okay. But in, somebody walking in your life and say they trying to do whatever for you to get for you to get the best opportunities. 
Yeah. And then you know when you have an attractive woman, attractive woman. Let's be honest; they could get in rooms. We can't absolutely. Get, That's we why I love. I love working with women. Yeah. yeah, they could get in rooms we can't get in just because they're a woman or the way they look. It, it's the greatest way to disarm someone, even if they're not the actual management team. Just because they put their face out there, and because they get in a no, room, which is which is why I understand what he's doing because. I'm gonna tell you a story. Like I, I had this one, um, I had this one house. I was trying to list, and it was an old white couple. Yeah. And you know, I tried to talk to them before, and okay. you know, they kept shooing me off, but they kept telling people they was ready to um, sell their house and uh. list their house. So. I was at the gym and uh, one of my old classmates, beautiful, she was a dancer on the dance team. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we got got to talking and I'm like, yeah, I'm doing real estate. Oh, I want to do real estate. And I'm saying to myself, hey, I got an idea. You want to work on some real estate stuff? I got this pitch. You go into, I say, hey, you get you get a listing appointment with these people right here. And um, I'll walk you through the deal in the background, the dip, and we'll split the profit, right? Or whatever. And um, she was like, okay, okay. And um, I actually had her represent me. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, yeah, my, my, my real estate team. And she actually got the listing, right? Yeah. But the listing was under my name. She was working on my behalf, like my assistant. And the look on those people's faces when it was time to sign that house away, and I bust through the door. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. I don't think I could have ever pulled that off without the blonde. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. So you know. You know. Exactly. You know. So you know, um, if I was ever trying to set my enemies up, and try to get rid of my enemies, I might not send an army. I might send a woman. Uh, that's just... <laughs> exactly. Hey, it's, and, and you would be smart to do that. That's how it's always been for thousands of years. Um, even the ancient... Well, I'm thinking about... I used to study the ninjas, ninjutsu. And so in the way of the ninja, there's a, a particular technique where you use a woman, essentially like a concubine, to get the your opponent's uh, attention. And then she just feeds you intel. And then you use that intel yeah. to make your moves. Um, but it is the easiest way to corrupt from the, infras- from the inside out. So that way you, have to, you get to save your men. You don't have to kill them off to get your objective meet, met. So it's the same in the modern day, although you and I, we get it. But the average guy might not be thinking about it the way that we do because it seems nefarious, malicious. However, this is the ruthless nature of business which is to say it's, it's probably more dirty than the street game, like the, 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 the drug and the pimp game, because we're using the same tactics and we're, we're causing more damage. It's like cancer, not cancer, what do you call it? It's like a surgical precision. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Can you hear me? All right, cool. Yeah, so I just know for a fact that was a good move on his behalf because um, ain't nothing more better than somebody trying to prove themselves. And I love that. Even as a football coach, I love 
if I'm building a team, I want I want somebody who's hungry. So I don't know how the DMs went or whatever, but clearly he's seen something like this lady is going to help me. Hello? Yeah, hey, I got you. This woman is going to help you? Yeah. Yeah, you said this woman is going to help you, and then you cut out for a split second, but you're back. Yeah, this lady, man, I'm getting calls left and right. <laughs> this lady is going to help me um, get all my opportunities. Indeed. And that's what you have an agent for, because you can't, I'm telling you, at the day of football, you can't go over there and read through contracts and offers for endorsements and all that shit when you could just have a conversation with someone and say, this is what I want. This is what I want to be known for. This is how I want to uphold my legacy. This is what I want my brand to look like. And they do everything else. So, okay. yeah. So we got to remember what the word agent is, but um, yeah, that's his agent. Okay. Okay. So when I first heard this, so you let's take this. I want to. I did want to. Um, I did want to. I did want to say that um, Mm -hmm. she 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 pulled on his heartstrings because he always felt like he he. One thing about it, yeah. One thing about it, he never felt like he had the respect, but he continued to work and go hard instead of. Throwing a hissy fit, he just got better and better and better. And you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So she came. It sounds yeah, like- she, she even said she came to him and said, they're not giving me respect either. So I know where you're coming from. So we just going to work. Mm-hmm. Blah, blah, blah. And it was a good little game. So she, she got signed. She got signed. Um. She got she got a big fish. He wasn't even a big fish at the time. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, even better. He was accessible. She just took the shot. She took the shot that most people wouldn't have taken. Because- yeah, she even said, oh, my God. And that's what's so crazy. When I choose, if I were to choose an agent, I want them motherfuckers to be like, oh, my God, he chose me. Let's get rolling. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's a good point. All right, go, go, go with that. Yeah. Oh, man. So now I don't know the other story about the other girls, how they, I guess she brought them along too, but clearly they, they out, they out for blood. Right. So yeah. either way, uh, I made a tweet about how this is what polygamy should look like. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and that's what got us to this episode and and you did it as a polygamy thing and then i made my my comments and i, I almost want to take back some of the comments that i made because i was dismissive of it yeah but hey he was he he bragged on him like i got a team of straight hustlers they get yeah. things done now i see it for how it actually played out before i thought this was a big shot and then I, the way that you framed it was about polygamy. But when I was looking at it without any context, I'm like, this looks like a situation where there's this hotshot player. And then him as a person, he uh, has a lot of female friends. And he trusts women more than he trusts men. 
And from that outside perspective, without having all the details that you just shared, I was like, oh, this kid is going to live up to his name. He's going to be in a whole lot of hurt within five years. That may still be the case. However, the new details that you've given me have led me to believe that he chose his team the same way that you framed it in the, in the, in the tweet, which is to say, um, this is what polygamy should look like. And now that frames everything, I think, more appropriately because I'm like, oh, this is how men should be dating, period. This is how men should be um, building their roster. Even if you're not dating the women, this is yes. how you should think of bringing women into your life. Yeah, exactly. It's, 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 and it's, I mean, they're not ugly looking women either. Um, I just want to go, I just want to tell, I just want to put that out there, even though uh, I'm not saying, I'm not suggesting he's doing anything. I'm pretty sure he has his pick of the litter, but. If I, so. if I were to sit down with him, I say wait till after your NFL career to start a family. Do not do that shit while you're playing. He has plenty of time to do that. Yeah, yeah after the time he's 24, he'll be done by 34, maybe 40 if he just want to stretch it out. Take care of body real good. Trust. I mean, these careers are lasting longer and longer. Yeah. Okay. Well, 35. I always say don't get married till 35. That's when you can start okay. building a family. Um, right now he did a very, he made a very wise decision because she was a, I I looked it up. I did my little homework and, you know, I look at it like this. He got five wives. He don't even know it. They're all, they all were trained and programmed to go into it to be his management team. It's kind of like all of us want a woman that's trained and programmed to be a wife. I wouldn't mind more than one wife, but they're so hard to come by nowadays. They're very hard. That's why I always make jokes like, if I find one, I'm good with one. If I find two, I'm going to try to make two happen. Uh, But I never found, you know, I never found two of them. But, um, in the world, we're talking the NFL and sports is a very dominant, male-dominated thing. And um, he he explained to everybody that she was on top of her stuff. She knew him. She knew his stats. She knew everything. She she knew if he was right or left-handed, right? Knew what's his favorite color, all that shit. Imagine a woman studying everything about you. <laughs> It wants to be, you know what I'm saying? I'm sorry. That was the type of women I want to be around. Yeah. Wait, no, absolutely. Damn, they're worshiping, right? This is, and I wonder if you'd be interested in either doing a video series or even one video on this, or maybe on your own podcast, do it. Because essentially what you're talking about, what he has done, he took that 5F thing and then he took it to the next level. What he understood was, all right, and this is true of everybody. Let's not even take it. But for right now, I'm just going to talk about it as a people thing. She was determined. She was determined to be his agent. You got to exactly. date women that's determined to be your wife. That means if yeah. they're determined to be your wife, it ain't no games. It ain't no tit for tat. It's none of that bullshit. It's what do you need? I want to understand what I want, what you want. Yes. If that young lady said, I, I've been disrespected. I'm not getting the respect that I deserve. I know you ain't getting the respect that you deserve. And I got to, I, hey, I'm going to help you get there. You just focus on being the best you could be. Of course, I'm going to say no. 
I got this. Let me prove myself to you. That's the type of woman you want in your life. Women who are willing to prove themselves to you. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm going to take it a step further and say this should be everybody in your life. It's not a male or female thing. It's whenever you bring someone into your life, whether it be a friend, a colleague, whoever is in your network has to be interested in you arguably more than you're interested in them. Because that's when you're going to get the situation that you described like 10 minutes ago where they vetted themselves, they proved themselves worthy. And then they brought their, their, then they got his attention with that. As opposed to what most guys do is, oh, this person likes me. This guy likes me. So I'm going to be friends with them. Or this girl likes me. So I'm going to marry her. That is never a good enough reason to bring someone into your life. That by itself is never a good enough reason. Oh, yep. I'm not saying they're bad people. I'm just saying that the people that are going to be more useful to you, that are going to, because when I think about people, I think about someone who has their foot in my back. I don't want them to be locked arm in arm with me and they're like by my side. I want them with their foot in my back, the same way that I, I ask that you put your foot in my back to push me further the same way that I push you further and I put my foot in your back and we're going to do it in different ways. But essentially every week when you and I are talking, we're trying to make each other better. We're competing with each other in a friendly way, not against each other, but we're competing and say, all right, what did you do this week? What did I do this week? And it's always pushing each other. And I'm not saying that women should necessarily push us in that same competitive way, but they're doing things that help us be better. They're raising our status. They're raising our clout. They're raising our opportunities. They're raising our profile. And so our status becomes that, like, even if I'm a janitor, everyone thinks I'm a big shot. Right. Mm. You got points. Yeah. And I want to make sure that the guys understand that because you and I, we live a slightly different life. But at the end of the day, I think everyone should be living like this because it's not about um, if Jalen Hurt isn't doing what he's doing because he's a big shot. Jalen Hurt, or I'm sorry, Jalen Hurts isn't doing this because he's a big shot. He's an NFL quarterback. No, he's doing this because he recognizes his self-worth. He has high level of self-respect. And you can have that at any level. You can have that as a three-year-old. It's not because of your job. It isn't because of your position. It isn't because of your income. It isn't because of where you grew up or who your father is or what your family name is. It's because of who you are. You are born this magnificent man. You're born a wonderful woman. And when you recognize that worth, then you apply all these other techniques that we often talk about in each of these episodes and you realize, oh, I can live the life of an NFL quarterback. I may not have the millions, I may not have the fame, but in my local town, I'm a hero. This is true. Oh my goodness. Yeah, so, I really like this because I thought I was going to make you make jokes the entire time on this episode and telling him that he was <laughs> making bad moves. But everything that you taught us, it's like, I'm impressed and I'm really curious. I have a lot of questions, of course. When you want somebody, when you're looking for somebody to represent you, you want the best of the best, but you also want them to kind of take it as their personal goal too. 
You want somebody with a chip on your shoulder, exactly. on their shoulder. So Ooh, she, she yeah. came with a chip on her shoulder. She found the other ladies who was in the sports agency world with chips on their shoulders. And you know how that yep. shit goes in this day and age. Freeze. We're going back to the show in a moment. But first, in the show's description, there is a link for knoxuniversity.com. This site gives you access to the Take Charge League, which is everything you need to tap into your greatest strengths, improve your shortcomings, and live your ideal life sooner than later. This one guide will forever change your worldview, giving you the confidence to lead happier relationships, always know what to say and do. Grow your network with high net worth professionals, make money with speed, and have a more fulfilling life. Plus, direct access to Poppy Knox and ambitious people like you to ensure you are surrounded by a positive community. So there is no way you can fail. If you are interested in changing your life in any way, Visit KnoxUniversity.com right now to join. That's K-N-O-X University.com. Now let's get back to those unruly men talking about only God knows what. Unfreeze! Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And so the optics are good. And guess, and guess who benefits? Who, I always say this. No matter what they say, men will always benefit from feminism. Yes. In fact, I I don't know if you've heard me say this before, but I think the best feminists are men. I think the only real feminists are men. Men will always benefit from feminism and this shit. That shit is player to me, man. Like not saying he messing with the ladies, but it's player like you got five no, women. No, no. That, like that's a tough <laughs> fucking act to follow. I'm pretty sure they even vet. But you know, I think that's a good thing too. He put he, I'm pretty sure they even vet and run background checks on the ladies who want to date him. <laughs> yeah, I mean you have to at that level, and if he's not doing level, that, then that sucks. To. And um, yeah. we see time and time again, um, your agent is going going to be uh, like in that when you're the, on that level, you do need a team, and I you do need people who are going to screen for communications. You probably don't even have your own access. You're not the only person that got access to your IG at that point. Um, you probably, if he tweets something too crazy, I'm pretty sure they call his phone like, hey, take that shit down. <laughs> like, you know, but he's not, he's not a bad kid. He's never been a bad kid. They just didn't think he was good enough. And well, the Philadelphia Eagles are undefeated. And they play tomorrow. <laughs> um, How many games? Seven. Yeah, seven and zero. Oh. So mm. I don't think they play tomorrow. Do they play? When is their bye week? I, he took somebody. He took the hit. Like he took the. They had a first a first round draft pick quarterback. He took his spot. They traded him away. That's common, right? In any sport, that the the people that are celebrated as draft picks rarely are the ones that yeah. yeah. But he was a second round draft pick. No, the Eagles five and oh. 
Um, let me see who they play next. Yeah, they got a bye week this week. They play the Steelers on uh, October 30th. So that might be fun to watch. I'm interested. I don't watch a lot of sports, but now I'm curious. I'm, I'm going to pay attention to this line. man's career. That's a great storyline. He's a, he's a very popular player. He's he's a rising star. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if he's going to be Tom Brady big yet, but if he win a Super Bowl, he could pretty much. I think he's going to make it to the playoffs. If he continues with whatever he's doing so well, regardless of they, whether or not they stay undefeated, as long as they stay undefeated for the right game to get him into the playoffs, I don't see why. I don't know enough what, about what's going on on other teams. However, I wouldn't be surprised if he makes it to the Super Bowl this season. Based off of what you just shared with me. Say it again. I wouldn't be surprised if he and his team make it to the Super Bowl. Regardless of the the record, the the undefeated record, as long as they get into the playoffs, I don't yeah. see why he wouldn't make it. And they make the Super Bowl. Yeah, it's all about the Super yeah. Bowl. Like um, what I'm saying is that it's his to fuck up. Yeah. It seems like nothing can is in the way of them except for their own mind game. Perfect. Yeah, man. I think at this point, um, it was a good story to tell the fellas. You need to start putting, even if you're not having sex with them or whatever, who cares? You need to only surround yourself by women who are going to add value to your life, ready to add value to your life. You know, I go as far as say you shouldn't even be having sex with them. If they don't add value no. to that, to your life, to your household, they don't make your life easier, man. If these women not making your life easier, why are you even dealing with them? Absolutely. And again, I don't even think of it as a gender thing. Like I wouldn't hang out with a yeah. man that doesn't add exactly. value. Exactly. He has five assets. No liabilities, just assets. Like, <laughs> God damn it. I'm proud of him. I don't even know the brother, but I'm proud of him. Yeah, so this he is a great example, and I hope other people are assets. thinking about it. An asset is somebody who can make you money. Yeah, this is really fucking cool. So here's what I see. But I, I encourage people just to follow that storyline. That would be a that would be a great one to watch. Exactly. So you, if you want to watch football or sport, that's something. That's something great. Someone you could root for. I never heard of this. I'm not saying he's. A per- the perfect guy, but I'd never heard him in no kind of sexual assault scandal. Him pissing the coaches off. It's been a lot of people that used to be like, if I was Jalen Hurts, I would cuss my coach out. I'd slap him in the- because they were really disrespecting him at Alabama. They really disrespected him at the Eagles. At the Eagles, like a year and a half ago, he like he had to do twice as much to get the start. Like he had to prove without a doubt. But now he's leaving no doubters, so it's good. But the next goal is Super Bowl. And then the next goal after that is winning. But he looks like the type that is that is uh, in love. He loves the game. He's in love with the game, and he's going to do whatever he needs to do. But now for the agent and the management team, the biggest, the biggest thing, the biggest thing they got to do, man, 
is get him that fucking money. He need a he needs over two hundred million dollar contract. That's when I'm gonna be like, yep. Yeah. But that's all on Jalen's shoulders. I think it'll be the better he plays, the easier, the easier it is for those ladies to walk in that office and negotiate. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now here, all right, after everything you've given me, I'm changing my perspective. I'm realizing there's a lot more to this that I didn't give credit for, which again, you should never judge a book by its cover. And and I know you're a smart man, so you wouldn't say anything dumb, especially not on Twitter. So now what I'm thinking of is, one, you can't have a romantic relationship with any of these women. And he has to recognize that these women are probably attracted to him, and he has to handle that in a very smart way. Meaning, he can't give them the impression that he's going to date them, and he can't give them the impression that he wouldn't not date them at the same time. Because any anything less could harbor a level of resentment, which they could use to sabotage him. Bro, yeah. Um, it's like him living with a pack of fucking tigers. Exactly. Why? Exactly. <laughs> it's like him walking around with five lions. Yeah, they look trained, but we don't know if they f- smell the right scent or hear the right like he make the wrong move and they'll pounce on them. So exactly. So I don't know if you remember back in the day, Siegfried and Royd, they were lion trainers and they had these lions on lock until the one day that they didn't. And then one of them got hurt with the lion. I don't know if it was both of them, but I believe only one of them got hurt. I think it was Roy. And so that's the situation he's in. He's in the eye of the storm where everything goes well as long as you stay in the eye. But as soon as you venture off, that's when you're in the heat of the storm. And there really isn't no way out except for to just deal with the brutal onslaught. Yeah, I'll tell you what would mess Jalen Hurts up is a serious marriage slash relationship. It would be tough. It will be tough, because especially if it's not one of these five women. Um, and that's yeah. the idea. It has to not be one of these five women. But again, that alone will be like, oh, I don't have a shot with Jalen anymore. Not the way that I wanted it. Yeah. So he got, I, I would advise him toward the end of his career, start the family planning. But right now, all he need to, the, all he need to do is focus on Super Bowl, Super Bowl, Super Bowl. Doing the doing work. The work. Oh, this is exciting. I'm actually like happy for him. I don't even know the brother. Yeah, so well, that, no, I'm telling you, if you watch, if any avid football fan will tell you right now that they look, they always root for Jalen Hurts. Cool. But however, in my social circles, when people talk about sports, his name hasn't come up yet. But I think it's more so because the people I talk to aren't Eagles fans. Yep. So I have, what is it? Dolphins you, you're fans. probably talking to diehard fans who you're not going to hear about Jalen Hurts unless the Eagles are playing their team. <laughs> there you go. Because everyone I know I've is a big... I've uh, stuff on this guy, man. He's, 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 he's a decent guy. Like, if I were to... Hello? Yeah, I'm here. If I were... Oh, you blowing up, brother. 
we're gonna wait for Greg to come back. I I really, really like this story. And so you have this situation where a man is Oh, you back with us? Okay. Yeah, I'm back. So I'm going to finish what I was saying is that uh, since you were gone for a bit, uh, I got into a little tangent, and that's to say that this is a fascinating story to me. I'm really curious about how he handles it. You have a unique situation where it seems like he's making all the smart moves so far. On the surface, I was concerned about a man exclusively choosing women to represent him. However, if he's playing it the way that we're talking about it here, he's not having a romantic relationship with any of them then he's on he's on a good path he just has to keep it that way likewise it it works for him because everyone is on this whole woke culture thing where a girl power this girl power that right and and he's using that to his advantage so it's one of those things where now he he might even bring new people to the sport that otherwise wouldn't have cared prior and however here's the other side of it so we we talked about the woman part and while since you were gone i brought this up is that he has to play the woke world appropriately. He has to say the right things. He has to let them know that he he respects them and he, he's almost on their side, whether he is or not. So that way they don't come and, and cannibalize him. They don't attack him later on in his career, which is another aspect to it. Like that's a different herd of lions that he's, he has to wrangle, which is to say, um, if he says the wrong thing in an interview, if he gives this culture of wokeism any any in any gap for them to attack his character and the presentation he's been giving so far, they will make him suffer for it. Perfect. Yep. Um, yeah. Um, so the best thing Jalen can do to stay out of that bullshit with those five women or don't get caught up is be. Jalen fucking hurts and go focus on your fucking legacy. Mm-hmm. Play the best football you could play in the offseason. Take a couple vacations with, you know, a couple girls who got those in NBAs. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Don't take put yeah, everything, yeah. put football before all those women. Like, this is what I'm doing. And they'll respect him for exactly. it. They'll respect him for, for for a lifetime. And when it's time for him to actually settle down and choose a wife, they'll be for that too. Um, I want to ask, in the NFL, it always seemed like an opportunity to hire men like us. And not as fixers, but as preventative fixers. Meaning, hire me, me and, me and Greg, Mumi and Mufasa are going to come. You're going to pay us, let's say, 100000 a year. We could even get that up to a million a year but a hundred thousand a year per team and we are going to make sure that no one on these on your team puts you in a scandal with women me and Mufasa are really great with women we know how to vet them we know how to invite them into our lives and we know how to keep them um, in a in a happy peaceful state so that they both help us out save us time make us money as well as never put us in a situation where it's like oh this person the scandal the scandal prevention team Exactly. I've exactly. been in enough scandals myself to prevent. <laughs> and I know these. 
And I know these teams, they, they have scandal fixers, but it's like scandal prevention. They, yeah, yeah. It's, That's they, where they, the real money is. I, I, I like to call them they, every team. You know, uh, you ever seen Scandal, the, the TV show? Yeah, yeah. Right. So I like to call them. Every football team has the Olivia Popes. Whether it's a man or a woman, they have a person that come in and fix a fuck up. Exactly. Right? And what I'm saying is, is there any? are you aware of any team that's doing the opposite where they're doing prevention? Uh, no, because that's where the real opportunity. You know what they got? They, that's the, they do have team rules, but usually they have a rookie summit. Because I um actually got a part. One of my former players, I got to tag along, and they they just warned. They sit them down and a couple powerpoints, and a couple former players come in and tell them crazy stories about some hoes that got them caught up. That's not good enough. Don't do it. <laughs> Don't do it. Which Don't makes me want to do it more. That girl. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, but it's all good. Or you know, so it's 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 a ever active thing because you know the flesh is weak. So you gotta always, yeah, somebody has to be on that 24-7. I don't know if basketball and football teams have those kind of um have those kind of um employees. Where they employ men to go and check and do a wellness check or a mental health check or make sure you're just not doing no dumb shit check. Yeah, um, yeah we don't. They don't. I don't want to say they have it, or they don't have it. But as still as a man, I can see it be overwhelming. It's still like, they don't want to feel baby, so you'll probably have to check in with them. But you you do want to have somebody who has um some type of preventative measures put in put in place it's kind of like stretching like if you don't fucking stretch you're gonna tear a muscle even though you hate stretching you got to do it every day they do have they do need somebody every day or every other day to remind remind them say hey you're a fucking target yeah it's because you think that girl likes you you sleep with that woman right there and then you don't call her she you might end up in the news you might end up with a sexual assault case just because (laughs) just just because you're under investigation just like i i done been you know i've been a football coach for a while and a teacher for a while and we have meetings i done been at plenty of schools where we had meetings with the male coaches and they'll say hey listen this is for your safety watch these young ladies don't be with a student in in a compromising environment. Exactly. This, that, the third. Don't take young ladies home. Da 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 da. And they still put themselves in that situation, and then they're like, "I didn't do anything." It don't fucking matter. It's your word against hers. It's a he say, she say. Now it's a whole investigation because you're just trying to be a nice guy or whatever. So same shit could happen probably in the NFL. I don't. We oh, done. It's, count, it's countless fucking stories yeah. of ish incidents where people were trying to take advantage of athletes or take advantage of teachers or students. It's count. It's countless stories where you know what? If he his ass just just didn't go to the club that night, he wouldn't have been fighting over a girl. Exactly. Simple things like that. Yeah. Uh, and when so my experience has shown me that. And this is the part that I don't want the miss the listener to miss is that 
the same vulnerabilities he has is the same as any man has. The only difference is that he has a higher profile, so he's attracting more of it. But the oh, yeah. actual vulnerability is not the access to him. It's how he manages himself around women. And that I, has to be a universal a job. lesson. So far, so good that we know of. That we, know we don't of. have enough enough intimate details to say one is way the or the management, other. Is his all-woman management team vetting all the women he want to date? Like shit, I like, bet you they're not. And even, and, and even in my experience, women aren't good at that unless you teach them what to vet for. So women will say, oh, that woman's not good for you. But they don't know necessarily why. And sometimes they just say that woman's not good for you when she actually is the best for him. And again, because they don't know why, they don't have any principles guiding it because they need that direction. It's the same, uh, I don't know if you've ever done a threesome, but it's one of those things where it's like, you got to tell your girl what to look for. What What are the what, blueprints? What you saying now? Hold on, I missed that. <laughs> I just um, got... Oh, you got a call. So what I was saying well, no, is... No, I get a call. Like, um, My cousin texts me, I'm supposed to be... At a baby shower, and I was like, oh, oh another one. Yeah, no, no, no. Keep going though. I'm I'm going to the baby shower. I just cool, I just cool. needed to rest up. Uh what I'm saying is that uh in my experience, you have to tell women what to vet for. They have their instincts, and sometimes those instincts are good, but it's easy enough for them to be in a position where they say no to one girl and they don't know why, the same way they might say yes to another girl, but they don't know why, they're just doing it. And they can be wrong in both situations. So in my experience, it's kind of like setting up a threesome. You're going to tell your girl, all right, look for this girl, that girl. She has to have these kind of blueprints because if she doesn't have this, it's not going to be a good time. It's the same way at, at that level where if they're vetting the women that he dates, which I bet you they're not. But even if they are, if he's not giving them the proper direction, if he don't, himself doesn't know what to look for, it still may not work. He's doing the right steps, but he's doing it in the wrong order with the wrong management. And, oh, and that's oh. that's a blind spot that most people don't recognize. And it's the one where- I ain't never heard it like that. Yeah, but it's the one like where, because there are some women you just don't invite into your world. And then there are some women you do, but the characteristics, um, this is why I wrote the five Fs, which is those characteristics, that's a good blueprint. But there are a lot of women that might have four or three of the five Fs and people are like, all right, let them pass. And it's like, nope, you need all five or they cannot pass. It doesn't matter how hot they are. It doesn't matter how much money they have. It doesn't matter what their last name is. It doesn't matter what they could bring as an asset. Sure, they could do that, but not on a deep level. You may be able to do business. I wouldn't say do business with. You may be able to, to do a project together, but you wouldn't invite them into a deeper intimate level. And I'm not just talking about sex, but just like any opportunity. And it is paramount that the management team has that training. And from my experience, women don't have that innately unless they're taught it. And they have to be taught it by a man like us. Right. I mean, at the end of the day, we could, um, I could definitely say that. Can you hear me? Yeah, I got you. Loud and yeah, got you. I could definitely say that. Yeah, he at some point he's going to need a man on his management team, or a group of uncles or somebody. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Especially when it comes like me, I I advise against any man to be a professional athlete 
and try to raise a family at the same time. We see that shit now with Tom Brady and the shit he's going through. Like, why would you do that? Just wait to to after your career, and then you start doing that. Yeah. Right. So I look at I, you know, I would look at it, look at it like that, but I also would look at it like, um, not the Tom Brady, not not Tom Brady, but I also would look at it. Hmm. Could I say that? Nah, I'd rather not. Okay. I rather, you know, I rather not, but I do look at it as very important for for any man for for any man to put, especially in his position, to put his uh his brand, his legacy first. And part of his legacy is being one of the greatest quarterbacks ever. Cool. And yeah, there they was disrespecting him all all through all throughout his career. So he just needs to stay focused on that. When you try to bring a wife into the equation, it's gonna be a big ass distraction unless she just absolutely like she like you said has the five F's. If she absolutely has that, then yeah, you can make that ex- exception. But even then, you're not looking for a woman right now. You're just looking to win the fucking Super Bowl, yeah. right? And uh get all your money and get a better contract. And that's why I keep telling you about, we're going to find out how good this all woman team is when it's, when it's time to get back to the negotiating table for that contract. Mm -hmm. But right now I think it's a good move for him. I'm I'm impressed. Uh, Whatever concerns I had, most of them are out the window and now I realize we're playing a different game, so I have new concerns. And from what I can see, yeah, new concerns, right? Yeah, exactly, exactly. Because that's the thing, Isabel. Like we always have problems. It's just whether or not what's the problem. Before the problem was, is this a man that is well well adjusted to know that the most loyal people to him will always be his brothers, no one else, his dog and his brothers. That's as good as it gets. And then after that, he, he'll have women that love him and support him. Um, but the woman that's always going to do the best for him is a 5F woman that has proven herself and is getting fucked by him. And that's the key part because everyone's like, oh, my girlfriend, my friends that are girls, my female friends, they, they're loyal to me. And it's like, all right, cool. Watch what happens when she gets a boyfriend. Watch what happens when she gets a fiance or a husband. She's not going to be loyal to you anymore. One day you're going to make a call and her husband's going to say, no, don't answer it. And you're in the middle of something that you would otherwise yeah, use I don't help live, to get. I don't live that before. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Female friends come and go. They, they probably good female friends when they single. <laughs> I don't even call them friends. Don't get me wrong. I hang but out. But what with about? Women. If, I don't know the background of all the women. I didn't do extensive research. But if one of those women are married, mm-hmm. that could be an issue too. But ooh, thank you for bringing that up. That's the but other. Guess aspect. what? Jalen is your boss. Yeah. The the so they're probably going to yield to him. And at the same time, like, again, that's they probably a, that's have another, That's another fucking uh, uh, pet peeve of mine. <laughs> at the end oh, of the yeah. day, she might choose her bosses over you. So, But think about it. What boyfriend that she, what man that is she going to meet on a first date that is going to command as much respect as the man that 
not only is he the best worth at what he does. fucking million dollars. No, but I think could. about it. I'm not even worried about the money, but that, that plays its role. But what I'm really getting at is that what man is she going to meet on a first date that will command the same amount of respect as the man that is the, at, not even at his peak yet, but at the beginning of his peak. And he gave her an opportunity that no other person in the NFL would have ever, or in all professional sports would have given her. Right. So I, she will automatically have more respect for that person. And any new man coming into her life is going to have a hard fucking time to command more respect. <laughs> even if he has well intentions it, all this that the other even if she has her well intentions with finding a good man as a boyfriend and more it's going to be tough because that guy has to command more respect than the man that gave her her biggest opportunity ever her biggest paycheck <laughs> gave her her biggest paycheck let's be <laughs> biggest paycheck but at the end of the day she doesn't care it's not even about the money it's it's would you so like that's the thing think about it this way greg if you had the chance, like let's say you felt comfortable in management, you're good at what you do. If Jalen Rose or Jalen, uh, what do you call it? Jalen uh, Hurts gave you an opportunity to be his new manager in one of the, the key categories that he has one of these five women in, and he said, I'm not going to pay you for your first year, would you say yes or no? I'm saying no. My first year? Oh, no. Nah. I need something. So. No, no, no. And that is a respectful answer. But what I'm also considering is that if everyone thinks you're getting paid for that job, I can leverage that in new ways to make Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you can. Yeah. And that's what I mean to say. And then when year two comes around, you know I'm coming in hard. After I've done a fantastic job, you know I'm coming in hard and I'm asking for probably 10 times what I originally would have asked for. Because you made me wait that first year. And and so it's like, even if there's no money involved, that's how these women are going to look at this on a subconscious level. At the very least, it's like any new man that comes into their life, any romantic opportunity that they have, even if they want to get married, have kids, do the whole thing, it's going to be hard for that man to come in with the right amount of energy. Be like, hey, I'm better than Jalen. Man, yeah. Um, you know, being a sports agent is a very, very... Um, male-dominated profession. And you know, them motherfuckers are dedicated to that shit. So, if a woman is in male, a male-dominated profession like sports agency, she's dedicated to it. Mm-hmm. So I can imagine trying to date a woman like that and she just cancel on you because she got to go take a flight because Jalen told, Jalen Hurts told her to come catch a flight <laughs> Catch a flight. <laughs> we got business to take care of. Like what? Yeah, exactly, exactly. I just ran over a hooker. I need you in Miami right now. <laughs> exactly. Hey, this girl passed out in my bed. You need to get here now. <laughs> I don't care about your second date with Baxter. Like, I need you here now. And then, but that's what I'm saying. Like, that's how this stuff plays out. Uh, So it's interesting. It's interesting. It's interesting. There are a lot of different details to it. And I'm glad you brought this to our attention. And I'm glad Jalen Hurts is making the moves that he is. Uh, I'm going to look into it deeper. But this is what I'm going to pay attention to. I'm going to pay attention to how early will those um, contract proceedings, when does that begin? 
What season? Um, let me look up his contract. This is perfect. Um, if you know, yeah, you look that up because that's what I'm thinking of. All right, when uh, when is he going to become eligible to start having conversations about his next contract? What will those numbers look like? Um, it, it might end up being one of the greatest contracts signed to date, based off of what I'll you're telling you. me. You know, these contracts are public information. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, they have to. These are uh, what do you call it? Nonprofit organizations, and even if they weren't, all right. So he's not a free agent, which is crazy. Till twenty twenty four. So this year, he's getting paid um, one point three million dollars. Right? Is that a year? What is that? What does that mean? Yeah, one point three million dollars a year, bro. Okay. He was a second round draft pick. But he's a two hundred million dollar quarterback. I'm telling you. Yeah. So he got two more years. What well, he got one more season. He got to ball out this season. Ball out next season. All right. So that's on him. But just because you got a one point one million dollar contract, don't mean you can't get a contract with Nike. Don't mean you can't get endorsement deals. Mm-hmm. And that's the stuff they got. They have to work on. Yes. The agent just don't negotiate. The football contract, the agent negotiate the brand. The whole package. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? So it's it's very it could be very lucrative for him now. So I just looked up his contract, but I'm pretty sure if I look up his net worth, it's different. Mm-hmm. So I'll probably start following the network, see where it goes, but it did raise an eyebrow to me first, too. I was just making a joke, but I'm like. Anybody who chooses an all-female management team, them motherfuckers got to be good. Yeah. For football, they got to know football, too. I'm never... Like, that's a prerequisite, yeah. I ain't going to lie. It's a girl in my fantasy league right now. She know football pretty well. I ain't going to lie. Um, she kicking everybody's ass, too. She she picked a great fantasy football team. But that's either here nor there. Uh, that's all I have for now. You know, we can wrap it up. No, I, I dig it. Uh, thank you for bringing this up to our attention. I'm going to be paying attention to when his career comes up, uh, when his contract comes up, and how he negotiates, what the numbers look like, what the play looks like. It sounds like whether it's this year or next year, when it does happen, he might be, get one of those. He's definitely going to get a headline contract, that's for sure. But what I'm saying is it might end up being one of the biggest, if not the biggest contract of all time. So every five or so years, they up that number, and he might pull it off as being the one that's going to claim it. Uh, so I'm looking forward to that. Uh, I'm also going to pay attention to as much as we can know about his love life. Going to pay attention to as much as we can know about these individual women and what their personal lives and what their business lives is like. But as long as, like I said, he, he's basically a lion trainer. He's in the ring, and he's got these lions, these dangerous beasts doing great things for him, making him look good, like uh, the Vegas act Siegfried and Roy from back in the day, like the Joe Exotics of the world. And it's only it's up to him for to fuck it up. Both on the field, it's up to him to fuck it up, fuck up his career, and it's off the field with his, his management team, it's up to him to fuck it up. So as long as he just stays the course and he manages those lines well, um, it, it should be a good play. And I'm also going to look at, is there any turnover? Are these women going to be replaced? I don't know how often that happens, but that could be the case where it's like, all right, 
their careers are going in different directions. Are they going to stand by him? Or does he have to replace them respectfully, of course? And in some cases, it might be disrespectfully. Maybe they're actually going to start doing a poor job. Finally, a component is, uh, are these women just these women? Or are they the face of the real people doing the work, which is usually the case. Even if I had my own company, I'm not actually doing all the work. It's my face, my name, my attitude. But fundamentally, everything I do is built off of my network. So I have employees, I have colleagues, I have so many people that help me to produce what I do. So everyone's like, wow, Knox is a one-man team. He does everything by himself. And and I may brag and say, yeah, it's all me because that's the nature of the game. But I know that it's actually, all right, these 15 people. So I wonder if it's the same for them. And maybe they got hundreds of men that are doing the real work. And then these women are taking the credit. And if that is the case, and it's like a Trojan horse setup, it's a very smart fucking play. Because everyone is going to love this guy. He's going to be like the Tom Cruise, the Denzel Washington of the NFL. Yeah, everybody loves this guy now, man. Beautiful, beautiful. Everybody loves this guy, man. He's, um... He's actually uh, he's actually doing a decent job on the field. Mm-hmm. He's staying out of trouble. He is he has an all woman team, so he's into diversity. He gets points for that. There you go. He, I don't know if he go to church on Sunday, but he he might he get points for that. Who knows? There you go. <laughs> Oh man, I like this. I like this. Thank you, thank you, thank he's you. Build, he's building his brand. He's doing a good job. Um, Word. To me, he's doing a good job. Um, some guys, I, I, I understand. Let's say he did get married. He's probably gonna do the family man. He's probably gonna do the family man route. You know what I mm. mean by that? No, not necessarily in the sports context. I understand it outside of the the family man persona. Okay. Yes. Yeah, I follow you. God football family stuff yeah. like that, so he'll attract more sponsors that way too. Yeah, you know, a very wholesome too. brand in a way the that wholesome, LeBron James guy, hasn't doesn't. Yeah. yeah, LeBron James does the wholesome yeah. guy contract. I think LeBron James does it, but he started off that way. It'll be interesting because I see Jalen Hurts as more of a politician thing. Okay, so where it's like so, you got to have the wife, yeah. you got to have the dog, you got to have the kids, and and LeBron James started off with that. In a sense, because um, he had his girl since high school and all that, but it'll be interesting to see if Jalen hurts um, how he plays that. And I think I look at him the everything you told me about him, and the fact that I, he wasn't um, a big shot in my ear up until now, leads me to believe that he has a more organized approach to it. So I think he's gonna he's gonna almost as he if he were a politician running for president. He has a lot of material study to study from. He uh, has he's a lot of ways to, to do it, but yeah. I think I think uh like Russell Wilson, he puts on the family guy, I'm a dad persona, wholesome guy, goes to church on Sunday, that persona. And uh that could get you that could get you a lot of endorsements too. Exactly. Like I'm not gonna lie, Don't alienate people. Like That's I the idea. Tell you, if I was an agent and you know I had a son, we're gonna pick a lane that's gonna make us some money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. Exactly. It's all about the bag. Get, you, get your butt in that church. You can live the life you want, but you just, just present a certain life. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you live the life that you want, and you just play the part of certain things so other people yeah. like you. Yeah. yeah. It's it's decent knowledge because hey, that's what they want to see. Mm-hmm. And um, I I would um 
I would definitely support whatever he got going on, as long as it's not too out the way. Mm-hmm. I don't want him to go the Dwayne Wade route. <laughs> that route. Uh, having a transvestite son or whatever, a tranny son. Oh, that's him. I've heard stories. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't want him to go that route. But I mean, even uh, Mike Magic Johnson did. I mean, he did it on the later end of things. But um, yeah, I, I see what you mean. I don't know what the fuck that was, but it, it is what it is. Um, yeah. I wouldn't. Have, I wouldn't sign up for that. For that type of brand. I'm not gonna be. I'm gonna be honest. I would have signed up for that type of brand. No, absolutely. And it, it's a choice. So he didn't have to tell the world about it. The world was going to find out one way or the other, but he didn't have to go on the offensive and be like, hey, let me just put it out there for everyone to know. Um, I think for anybody in any position, any industry, there's no reason to broadcast your family. If people find out about your family. That's one thing, but don't go out of your way to broadcast. Okay, yeah. We, I got to get up out of here, man. It was good, but that's a great, that's another, that's another topic for another day. I don't indeed, think indeed. I don't think anybody should broadcast their family in this day and age. We'll talk about protecting the family. That's for sure. Yeah. All right. Thank you again. We'll catch up with you later. Peace, yeah. bro. Protecting the family. That's gonna be the next one. All we'll right. probably do that tomorrow. Oh no. Okay. Then. Let's get it done. I'll write it down. We'll get it done. But yeah, peace, brother. And yeah, always making moves. Always making money. Peace out.